1: You're listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. This program is designed to center you on the kingdom of God, to equip you with faith in Jesus Christ, and to unveil the truth behind the lies. This program is a production of Bride Ministries, and you can find us at www.bridemovement.com and www.thefireplacechurch.org. And I have amazing news for you guys. At some point between this program and next week's program, We will be launching a new website at BrideMovement.com. Right now, we're still fixing just a couple of things, but I am so excited. Uh, My amazing fiancé has put together this website that is going to make so much of the functionality and offerings of our ministry more reasonable, and it has all kinds of interfaces, folks. We are just so excited. So between the release of this program and next week's program, that is going to be at bridemovement.com. Now, of course, every week we are having uh, church on Sunday evenings at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time at www.thefireplacechurch.org. Now, it will stream on youtube and sometimes we put those streams through to facebook as well but we want to encourage you to hang out with us at our website org, where you will also find that um there are there is a button and that button gets you into groups and that's the cool thing you can hang out with people and have conversation talk and chat and make a friend folks Um, In addition to what I just said, we we have been getting a lot of emails, you know, people are wondering, like, when's your next discipleship class, Dan? Like, this is just dragging on way too long. Your other discipleship courses ended weeks ago. What are you doing? Well, we've been in a lot of transition and and stuff's been getting moved around, folks. Uh, Bride Ministries shifted quite a bit at the outset of this year, you know, but right now, uh, we are gearing up for a new method of delivery for our discipleship courses and we're turning them into weekend encounters (laughs) so what happened before was with our discipleship classes we would have four classes that went eight weeks and if you did a class you had to commit for eight weeks and um, show up at the same time every week say if it was a Wednesday night seven o'clock you'd have to be there every Wednesday for eight weeks at seven o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time and um, you know that was good and a lot of people really benefited from that style of delivery I um, you know, think that it gives plenty of time for digestion and for, um, you, you know, the Lord to work the message out in the lives of people. But at this phase,'m I'm, I'm seeing a new method of delivery. Uh, part of this is for my own schedule and sanity, and um, part of it is because our classes easily repackage into a weekend encounter. And so what we are going to be doing is delivering cl- uh, classes, On a regular, either monthly or bi-monthly schedule. And every time we do it, there will be only one class. But that class will be um, a weekend encounter. And it will be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday experience where instead of going over eight weeks of material one week at a time, we will go over eight weeks of the material in one weekend. (laughs) So there will be eight sessions um, between Friday and Sunday that you will get to enjoy and uh, grow and benefit from and that will be the class and so the first class that we're going to be doing in this manner is going to be the kingdom because in the last series of classes we actually did not run a kingdom class we only did and we have four classes grace in Christ the kingdom and spiritual warfare we only did grace in Christ and spiritual warfare no kingdom so what we are going to do is schedule the kingdom class for uh, the end of may that final weekend in may the uh, 26th the 27th and the 28th and um, the cool thing is once the new website is up you'll be able to register for that class Right at BrideMovement.com Now, once that new website is up We'll also be sending out an email To those of you that um, are on our email list To give you the opportunity to sign up But that is the plan It is going to be at the end of this month So that will give you a few weeks lead in uh, Before that class launches Now folks, today we're going to be talking with uh, Todd Weatherly And oh man, are we going to be getting into it On faith, the substance of faith The subconscious You are going to have a good time Before we get to here him. I want to remind you that Bride Ministries, we're a nonprofit organization. What we are doing and producing has a price tag. Uh, helping survivors and uh, you know funding help for for uh, the, the most broken people that we are going after has a price tag. Uh, producing the Fireplace Church has a price tag. Pumping, discovering the truth with Dan Devall all over the place has a price tag. This new website we built had a price tag. I just want to say, thanks to your generosity, we are able to continue to fulfill our financial obligations as an organization bent on advancing the, the kingdom of God. And so I just want to encourage you, guys, if you listen to this, if you believe in our vision, if you feed off of what we are doing and producing, and, and this is bringing life to you, so back into it at bridemovement.com or thefireplacechurch.org. You'll be able to give us a donation. And, and, and oh my gosh, we are so appreciative of those of you that do. By the way, you can also write to us anytime at P.O. Box 6173, Texarkana, Texas 75505. Um, I, I, I uh, really don't have anything else. Folks, we're going to be getting to the program in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. sitting down today on Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall with Todd Weatherly, who's the senior leader of Field of Dreams in Adelaide, Australia. Now, Todd has joined me once before in the past, and we were talking about faith and the angelic realms. It was an awesome program. I highly recommend, if you haven't heard it, going back into our archives and checking it out. Now, Todd and his wife, Rachel, have a desire to see people come into the Fullness of the finished work of the cross between them they possess both significant business and ministry experience that they can draw upon in diverse situations and environments todd has ministered extensively throughout asia and the subcontinent in crusades feeding programs uh, pastors and youth conferences and you can check them out at www.fieldofdreams.org todd welcome back to discovering the truth with dan deval
2: Good to be with you again, Daniel. As as I explained earlier, I'm literally in the outback and over overlooking uh, <laughs> a few kangaroos wandering around, a few, a lot of flies. But uh, yeah, uh, um, we're just—it's amazing technology how we can actually just do this. But yeah, it's great to be on the show again.
1: Right, because you are actually recording this off of your iPad, which is linked to the hotspot in your cell phone. Because you don't, yeah, I mean, it's just awesome, man. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's great! It, it, it uh, technology allows you to do this sort of stuff. But the, the uh, as you know, the mad scrambled to reset my Skype password this morning. Um, but we finally got there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what is your password? Oh, oh. So, but uh,
1: yeah, no. It's um,
2: and it was good hanging out with you in Australia as well. Oh my um, goodness! A little while ago. Well, that it's... was it.
1: And and Folks, let me tell you something. Um, I had a really wonderful time in Australia a few weeks ago, and I went uh, literally doing nothing but recovering. And and I was explaining to Todd because he asked me how I was since I came back. I said, you know, while I was in Australia, I could literally feel the stress and exhaustion coming out of the cells of my body. It's like the body stores up all this stuff. Um, I'm constantly doing this output thing, you know, this is a form of deliverance folks. And so I went to Australia and got deliverance, not you know, down in the altar necessarily, but amongst friends, hanging out, having a good time. And we definitely hung out, you know, Todd, you're really awesome. And, and you know when we were there, we were chatting a bit about faith and the faith being the substance of things hoped for. Now, this, this, this is something so cool that you really break down well. I want to start off this conversation with that subject.
2: Well, um, look, I'm very passionate about this. I believe there's a grace that, that we have. Um, I, no matter what deep encounter I have, what revelation I receive, as we know, the Holy Spirit is our teacher He leads us, He shows us stuff. But even when He shows us things, and it could be a vision, could be a dream, could be a Rima word from the Bible, my passion is to see it manifest. And so what you have is people have encounters. The Lord might even give them keys, but then it still doesn't manifest. And I see people frustrated, um, maybe even question the prophetic, question the encounter. But there are actual keys to... Bring it to manifestation, <clears throat> and you know um, I find it fascinating. Um, you know the, the, the human spirit. I mean, you can't you can't do uh, like with a physical body. You can't do an autopsy. Here's the brain. Here are the lungs. It's it's completely different deal. But we can discern what's going on through the Word of God because it's uh, it's sharp. It's living. It's powerful. Divides between soul and spirit. Hmm. But um, the best explanation I've heard is that just as you have a physical body, you've got a spiritual body, and spiritual bodies uh, have uh, eyes, ears, taste, they have biceps, triceps, legs, uh, torso, and so what you have, as in a natural body, uh, you have a spiritual body, and I I remember reading this in one of Anna Mendez's books, fantastic explanation, so some people have really developed eyes, have really developed ears, and they see things and they hear things and they have encounters. But they actually have very weak core strength. So 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 they might be a bit flabby in the midriff or they have no no abs at all. And and so what happens is that, that Paul prays multiple times to pray that you would be filled with strength and might in the inner man. That's like a core strength. So so what faith does, it's actually that a core strength to actually be able to bring things from the invisible to the visible and so um, that's why it's such an important subject and Paul says look you know uh, desire spirit pursues pursue love desire spiritual gifts and especially that you may prophesy so there's a super duper emphasis on the prophetic uh, worship God for the uh, testimony of Jesus as a spirit of prophecy that being said we don't live by the prophetic It says the just, the saved, the born again, the new creation shall live by faith. So prophetic, the prophetic, every encounter has to fit within the paradigm of faith. So you get people have encounter after encounter. They've got strong eyes, strong ears, but they actually can't bring it into manifestation. And so what it does is after a while it says hope deferred makes the heart sick. So people can go, but I had that dream. I had that encounter. I had a quickened word to me. And then it's like it just didn't happen. So they just got, it got lost in the process. It got lost in the mail, and so the reason why um, I just love the whole subject of faith is actually seeing Thy kingdom comes, I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Wow. We actually have to see it, and some of my most basic breakthroughs when I was uh, you know just learning all of this, you go why you know we, we have to be uh, winning the lost, feeding the sick, doing orphanages. Yeah, we do, but, but I'll tell you what, it's great to sit there and you could, I mean, technically speaking, we could just get up and read John 3:16, and everyone will fall down under the power and get saved. It doesn't work like that. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Now, one of the reasons we need breakthrough so badly is because we have to share our testimony, the living word in that sense, um, written on our heart. We have to share the testimony. Of Jesus what he's done around the world and some of my financial breakthroughs physical breakthroughs when I've spoken at big conferences overseas and Crusades I've seen I've seen tons of people saved and in, and impacted so that's the power of actually getting breakthrough in that faith realm um, and Not just having strong ears strong eyes in your spirit man, but actually having a strong like a core strength where you can actually, you know, and the enemy will come against you and then you can actually withstand him. How often have we seen that somebody's super prophetic and they have an encounter, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. The next day they're in deep depression oh or they're discouraged a week later. <laughs> and, so, and so they, they, they actually, uh, you know, they, they bounce. And when people bounce, the promise actually doesn't come into manifestation. They actually, as a place where once we get the promise... Uh, we actually have to stand. And so that's one of the things that faith actually does. It brings things into manifestation. So, uh, yeah, and as we were talking before as well, one of the things I've discovered um, is you see Hebrews 11.1. 1. I think this is the New King James. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And the word substance, sometimes it's translated confidence, assurance, title deed, which means standing under. So it's one thing to have a physical house. It's another thing legally to have the title deed. The the law of the land recognises this is your property. So when somebody uh, has a mortgage and they haven't paid it off yet, even if it's $5 or $500,000, Really, the bank owns it because they have the title deed. You're in the physical house. So there's a place where in the spirit we can lay a hold of God and what he has said or even in a prophetic encounter and we can hold on to the title deed until we see the manifestation of it. And, uh, you know, I haven't found any one particular stream or one particular movement has the complete counsel of the Lord. No, I haven't found that. I find that everyone represents a grace. And one of the things that I found that really uh, uh, the Lord, I, I, real brief, my journey was, and I might have shared a little bit of this last time, I was desperate. Mm-hmm. I was in crises. And I just got into the Word, and I read the Word hours and hours and hours a day. And Mark 11, 23-24, uh, um If you command this mountain to be uprooted and cast in the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart those things that you say will come to pass, you will have whatever you say. Therefore, with this in mind, whatever things you ask for when you pray, you must believe you have received them, and you will have them. And I'm like, that's crazy. Mm. So I actually started to talk and think and act like I actually had those things I asked for then what happened? My life changed. And I, and you know, it took, um, and I think this is covering some of the things we talked about. If I was to get really, really, if we get super reductionist on faith is this, we can listen to podcasts, read books, go to conferences, listen to teaching, but nothing truly changes until it gets into your subconscious. And that's where the work is, is actually really camping on something or planting something until the roots go into our subconscious. Once you have it there, you've got it. So I camped on this, and I had crazy breakthrough where, uh, and I'm sure (laughs) whoever's listening, this will tweak your ears a bit, but I went through a period of years where I'd pray for something once or twice, and I would see it manifest, manifest, because you actually start to tap into the faith of God. And like we're talking house, car, marriage, ministry, uh everything it was it was it was it was really crazy but the cool thing when i was talking about every stream uh, emphasizes has it has a a grace on an emphasis i started I, I, I would see um some of these faith preachers jesse DePlantis, kenneth copeland craflo dollar um jerry savell um all these guys and they're preaching on faith and i'm going yes yes that's what i learned and I realised that this stuff is so important because when you have people who are having incredible prophetic encounters, they it, it, it can be exhilarating, and it can be very very depressing because it can I, you know um, uh, <laughs> I have a bit of a joke
0: mm-hmm.
2: back here. I call I, I, I have a little I, I say emotional prophets, and I think that uh you know people who are very prophetic can be very emotional and with that they can go real highs and real lows. But what grounds out all these encounters is actually understanding right the faith realm and it actually says in Hebrews not laying it aside and uh, not laying again another foundation of uh, repentance from dead works and faith towards God. that is the foundation of everything. And um, if, if our foundation is the prophetic, we will bounce. We will have our really great days, our really negative days, and um, God has a better way. <laughs> he has a better way. So that's that's just a little bit of a, a way of introduction into um, uh, faith is a substance. So well, and, you, uh, you are
1: hitting on so many really, really good things, Todd. And, <laughs> I, I, I'm really enjoying listening to you Because this is a fact The fact of the matter is I've seen the same thing that you're talking about Where you watch a person And they, they, they you know See something in the spirit Or they get the word of the Lord on something But it's this up and down thing And sometimes yes. it's just like it's Almost like a helplessness To uh, actually see it all come together And yes. um I think that there is a bit of an incomplete uh, 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 mm, picture going on or revelation when that's taking place. And, you know, I, I agree. Faith is an undergirding foundation, right? And, um, you know, y- y- you go a little bit deeper, though, because you actually talk about how you work with faith faith as a substance
2: yes well <clears throat> my again we've we, uh, you've shared with me and uh, we've talked about what gets in the subconscious um revelation does uh, very hard to, look so, so it's very hard to penetrate the subconscious you just don't go oh <laughs> i'm going to watch television for for three hours and that's going to get in my subconscious no it actually won't it actually won't and 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 I've heard you share that with in, in the subconscious uh, there are th- three things that get in there. You've got uh, revelation from God. You have trauma, so so things where people, uh, especially childhood trauma, it gets in their subconscious, and this is a big deal because as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. As a person perceives themselves in their subconscious, so they are. And the third thing is repetition, and what happens is that. The substance that we get, it actually it says faith is a substance. That substance isn't doesn't go into our mind. It doesn't go into our emotions. It goes into our subconscious. Mm-hmm. That's the whole trading floor, as you will. That's the whole backdrop. That's the canvas. So, so you get people. The problem, especially in the Western world, we go from teaching to teaching, revelation to revelation. We get spiritual ADD we're like kids in a candy shop look at this, look at this, wow, wow and then what happens <clears throat> is that the no roots actually go down deep enough to actually establish it in the subconscious and what happened what I found is this I was believing for a financial breakthrough and I spent um, maybe two to three months living in the word do I mean having devotions? no I mean living in the word reading it hour after hour after hour I was so happy, so desperate. And when you're on that momentum, the biggest enemy will be broken focus, will be distraction. And I didn't break focus. All of a sudden, I found that when I was believing for spiritual breakthrough, a financial breakthrough, because I was in poverty, um, I was I was thanking God. So I was actually like, "Well, Lord." And now, this is how amazing the Word of God is. My concept, this is like, we're going like nearly 20 years ago now. My concept of the finished work was completely low level. I didn't understand the whole, I didn't frame it up in the whole area of redemption. I just laid a hold of, I must believe I've saved it. So there was no real framework. I just worked that scripture. Mm-hmm. So I went, you know what, Lord, I just thank you according to your word. And I used it. This is what it says. So then I started praising God for the very thing I asked for. So I asked for a breakthrough in my business I was a sports coach, and what I did is I just thanking God, thanking God day in day out. I mean, we're talking sometimes a couple of hours a day, and all of us. And what happened is that during that, and this is where uh, a lot of people they get discouraged. You will have literally you will have demons come at you, telling you you're kidding yourself, you're a loser, you're desperate. This is not happening. This is mind over matter. I would have them coming at me. Waking up in the middle of the night, waking, breaking into a cold sweat. <clears throat> you know, tens of thousands of dollars, no cash flow, and i now. It wasn't like I was just praying. I was actually starting off a business, so I was being diligent. But all of a sudden, one day, probably after maybe two months, just over forty days, whatever you know, maybe fifty days, something like that, I would say, you know, God, I just thank you that you've blessed me, and then all of a sudden something it, it, i felt something go into my spirit it was like boom it literally felt like a substance so in the natural if you were to have a really giant steak uh with baked potatoes coleslaw corn on the cob and you eat it and you feel full you you, you feel it inside of you it was like that on a spiritual level i went oh my gosh i got it i have it i have it now, now I didn't have a scripture for that, but actually, I came into the substance. A day later, my business exploded. The point being is this people are looking for breakthrough out there, over here, down there. And Jesus says, Don't, The kingdom of heaven doesn't come with observation. Behold, the kingdom of heaven is within you, it's in your midst. So, you actually need to get the word of God, what he has promised. You need to get, <coughs> you need to get the, um, your prophetic encounter, your dream, and you need to thank God for it, focus on it, meditate on it, praise God for it, and it eventually it's almost like you give birth to it. But because of the West, we've got so many options. Wow, I had an incredible encounter. Uh, there is something really good on Netflix tonight. I will pray after Netflix or I'll go hang out with my friends at Starbucks or I'll do this, I'm going to read this book, this, uh, uh, you know, a spy thriller novel. Thing. And those, those things aren't bad in themselves. But the reason why you get so much crazy breakthrough in developing nations is they don't have those options. And they they work the word They work the kingdom of heaven. And so I actually had such a dramatic breakthrough. I went, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. But what... Uh, that's still an incomplete picture.
0: Mm.
2: But before I go into what we were talking about before, off air about, about the person of Jesus, <clears throat> mm-hmm. is that nothing in this world just happens. It comes from the invisible realm. Yes. Every, everything natural has a corresponding spiritual substance. Everything. So, for example, someone was praying for a breakthrough and someone gave them a word. A uh, prophet came and said, "The Lord is going to let's just this is just let's just put it out there, um, very basic example. Mm-hmm. The Lord has shown me someone's going to give you a million dollars. I mean, hey, we'd all love that word. Um, <laughs> don't have to, you know. <laughs>
1: and
2: uh, and so you go, yes, I got this word. Now let's just say it was the word of the Lord, and that person had been diligent in sowing, and or they've got business, or there's a big deal pending, something, whatever the circumstances.
1: Yeah.
2: Then." Then what has to happen is for that million dollars in the spirit actually has a substance in the spirit. So then what we need to what that person needs to do is actually lay a hold of them until it becomes substance in them. It's not just a word going, Yeah, that's great, that's gonna happen. No. Every prophetic word is an invitation. An invitation to partner, to journey, to walk it out, to embrace. So people, you know, sometimes there's such a crazy overflow of glory or atmosphere. Someone will prophesy, and the power of faith in that prophecy will bring it to manifestation. That's the exception. Mm-hmm. Most of the times, we get a word, and the Lord's inviting us to partner. Mm. So, with uh, so so that, that that million dollars actually has a spiritual substance. So then you have, you got to, the enemy will do everything he can to stop you getting this, that spiritual substance. In your subconscious and so that's when they go the enemy stole this and he hid it somewhere you know could have hidden it in a a, some region of darkness region of captivity and and uh, he actually stole this and well how did he steal it he didn't steal the physical money he stole the substance behind the physical money because the substance is so real and so necessary is that he steals that we don't get the miracle we don't get the breakthrough we don't get the prophecy that's why we actually need to contend for the substance and you it's it's, it's so profound it's so basic but but the, here's the challenge like everything we've got usually the simplest answer is the right one because unless you become like little children you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven but <clears throat> while the answer is simple we actually have to walk it out, and that's where people stumble, walking it out, journeying it out. Uh, um, you know, week four after you're contending, week five after you're contending. But here's the cool part. I contended very, very... I, I, I put my heart and soul into it. I really did. Mm-hmm. And, But once I got that massive breakthrough, it took me through to a paradigm where believing for things were easy. That's the cool part, because it's not about... Uh, you know, blood, sweat and tears and praying everything through. This is so hard. No, 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 no. It says the just will live by faith. And we go from faith to faith, glory to glory. We're not always going in the wilderness, beating devils, resisting temptation. There's a place where God brings us into that Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. And faith will actually bring us to a place where God will set a banqueting table, in front of the presence of our enemies while he's anointing our head with oil that's the cool part all those demons that accuse people deceive people um make them go through a christian or a spiritual bipolar experience is that those demons once the breakthrough is there god will put the biggest banquet in front of them in a in a in, a, in, a, in an abundant place in a broad path in a place of abundance and you're actually having the best meal you can ever imagine in the presence of your tormentors, that, my friend, is justice. I, I, I completely <laughs> love that. But that's, but, and he, he, completely rubs the enemy's face in it. Look like you know to him who overcomes. So that's a, a, a bit of an, a way of explanation of faith is the substance. It's the assurance. It's the knowing in your knower, and it's not a head thing. Once you've got it, no one can talk you out of it. That's how certain it is. Once you have it. You actually, and this is so contrary to the Western mindset. Mm-hmm. The Western mindset says, "Hey, have you heard that teaching about uh, you know going here, doing this in the spirit?" Oh, yes, yes, I know all about that. Well, they don't manifest it because we're going from teaching to teaching, and there's no roots down into our subconscious.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> and and so, and that is so. That is such the you know when God un- unpacked the idea of the subconscious and and the heart and this whole revelation to me, it just it just shattered my whole. Everything and rebuilt a whole other grid for me, Todd. And I'm telling you what, it made so much make sense. The thing is, a life of faith, I've realized, is not about truly like being able to conjure up lots of sweat and spit and saliva when you pray real hard. Like, faith is the guy that just speaks and knows it happened. Why? Because he heard the Lord and spoke. Boom, done. And there is a place where, like, you know, ministry actually happens on that level. And I know that, like, you know, for me, and there's been a journey into that. But at this point, when I'll be sitting down with someone, say on, a, you know, Skype session or whatever, because I do a lot of this one-on-one coaching, you know, we're dealing with stuff in the spirit realm. We've kind of arrived at the point where everyone knows what's going on. And if there's something to be dealt with, you know, it just it just gets spoken to and it is dealt with. And it's, um, there, there has, like, for me been an arrival where it's just a confidence that i know for a a lot of you know certain areas if i speak to it with the word of the lord the shift is it's it's just it is it is it's it is because it was spoken and there's no doubt about it it's just like okay i will speak and then this will happen and that's how it's going to be and it's like if there isn't an immediate response say the spirit doesn't leave or this doesn't you know then actually that's con- more confusing than when God does move and there's this massive breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And and yes, I think yes. that's real faith. It's like, wait, it didn't happen, so now I'm confused. Where most believers, they go into this arena and they're confused when God does move. They're like, pray, 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 God does move. They're like, <laughs> no way, God did something. It's like, that. that's um, that's freshman faith.
2: It's like praying for Peter's release and yet he's knocking at the door.
1: No, it can't be him. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I, I mean, seriously. And and here's the other thing, though. Here's the other thing. Um, because, you know, we're all journeying this, Todd. And I, I know I've taken I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm on this journey, right? And I want to go further with it. But when you spoke about these spiritual substances, I mean, this makes so much sense. And we even talk about, mm-hmm. you know, I've talked about on this show, like the locations where they steal people's wealth. I mean, we've been to some of these underwater kingdoms in the spirit yes. where they have yes. these like prisons and 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 dungeons and yes. and uh, they have people's stuff locked up, their title deeds for their houses and their financial breakthroughs mm-hmm. and their businesses and they're like locked up. And the wealth mm-hmm. of the nations has been locked up in mm-hmm. in literally these underwater kingdoms. Um, yes. And and it's like, well, how did they get it there? But there's this spiritual substance, and I that just makes so much sense to me. And the, you know, the thing is, is a lot of people, when they receive something in the spirit, they don't give birth to it, and it gives enemy opportunity to snatch it, and steal it, Correct. and lock it up. And 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 here's the Correct. interesting thing: we've gotten even more of this picture because I've worked with people who have altars that work for the powers of darkness out of body. And these parts have told me they've received assignment from the enemy to go and steal that substance. So now there's Whish. like even a complete wraparound where it's like, oh, they're actually going after that. And, and you know, they don't even just use demons. They use people out of body to snatch and steal this and, and take it to these places of captivity. It's wild. And um, you know we could go deeper and deeper with this, but man, I I, I think the idea is that we need to step out of uh, presumption and insecurity and step into faith.
2: Sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I I I. Sorry, I thought uh, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm in the middle of nowhere, and I thought, a car, I thought, I thought someone's uh, uh, SUV turned up. I'm like, where does that sound? There's, there's some really cool weird things happening out here. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's literally no one out here. My, my, my children are gone for a walk with my father with their walkie-talkies, and I'm like, what is that? Look, I, with the presumption, <clears throat> there's actually – God is better than we realize. Hmm. He, he's even gooder than what we think his goodness is, okay? to <laughs> Coin a phrase. Uh, and what happens is that we need to understand his ways. We're talking altars. We're talking wounds, all sorts of things. Now, there is a place where what I have found, and again, <clears throat> what I, I was saying to you before we went on air, was uh, we're, we're all journeying it. No one is, a, is an expert. Some people are more advanced, but we're all discovering this. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. But I have found, as I just completely throw myself into the Word, whether the Scriptures about my identity, the person of God, the miracles of Jesus, the Word is alive, and it actually goes deep inside, and then you actually experience that all the fat, the grease, the all the stuff that's there that just the selfishness, the fear, it actually says that our heart will become circumcised, cutting away all the flesh. So when you start to do that preparation, and that's the hardest part. If people just knew the hardest part is up front, they wouldn't be as discouraged. So I'll I'll get in the Word for hours and hours. Sometimes it is dry. It is boring. I'm not getting anything out of it. But it's alive. It's going in my subconscious. And the Bible essentially is a book of God's thoughts. And when you start thinking how God thinks, you start speaking how God speaks, and acting how God acts. It's really that, <clears throat> really that simple. And so, uh, see, see, one of the biggest things is that is that a double-minded man will receive nothing from the Lord. Mm. They actually don't. You can have people coming out of deep level, deep sin, deep sin, uh, and they just they go great. And other people, fourth generation Christian, pastor's kid. And they're not sure really what they want, they'll get nothing. They will get nothing until they taste the bitter pill of lack or defeat or something like that. So, as you get into the word, you realize God wants me to have this. Uh, Romans 8 If he who did not spare his one and only son, but gave him up for us all, how shall he not through him freely give us all things? And so, if the God of the universe gave himself sacrificially on the cross, if the the miracle, the crazy miracle of the incarnation that God limited himself to a span, to a man's body, a body you've prepared for me. And then he gave himself for our sin, our redemption, uh, to become a new creation. Why we, you know, yeah, everything else, that, see, it's actually putting it in perspective. All these things are small. When we start to focus out and see what God has done, we stop getting so stressed about breakthrough, so stressed about our needs, and I do need some more finances, blah, blah, blah. And God's into that. But first things first, so as you get into the word, it cuts away that, and you don't pray in presumption because you're abiding. I mean, think about this. I run a church, and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> your people, oh, I can't get breakthrough, and this is so hard. And I, it's, it's really, really easy. I go, okay. I've got a question for you. Do you continually abide in his word? And are you abiding in him? Uh, Well, okay, what does your day look like? And it's just a no. And I go, okay, well, this is, Jesus said, if you abide, continue, remain in me, and my words abide, continue, remain in you, here's the the crazy part, that's the qualifier. You will ask whatever you desire. (laughs) So if people journey that out, they're not going to go, oh, does God want me to have this? No, you have the mind of God because his word is alive. Jesus is our wisdom. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. And so it's not presumptive. It's presumptive. One of the things, um, I've had some really, really cool things, uh, and I shared a bit of that before the program. Um, I, I, I actually, before I came to America on holiday, I was a bit burnt out myself. Mm-hmm. And you're just giving out, giving out, giving out. And you need to actually feel things broken off of you. you there's accusations, spirit, there's uh, fatigue. there's And once you get knocked off your uh, pedestal, so to speak, you lose all momentum. You've, it, it, you've, you've actually got to have a bit of a rest, a bit of a break. And <clears throat> So what happened? I came back from there. And then the Lord started to, he said, okay, we're now in a season of acceleration. I'm going to give you a key. A key, not, all, not the key, A key, if you want things to accelerate, I want you to start seeking me and praying in the fourth watch, which is 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. And so I'm like, okay, all right, I can do that. I would say five out of seven days for two months, I will wake up in that time zone. And he, and he showed me some things that even if you were to start praying at 10 to 6 and you come into that place of breakthrough, even you pray past that time, it's, it's, it's going to be amazing so I've had so many cool encounters, but one of them, the Lord started speaking to me about hacking, about how uh, we know that you have a computer and it can be hacked by all sorts of, whether government agencies or privately contracted hackers. So an unethical, illegal intrusion, however effective. There's a hacking going on. That's what the devil did. The devil actually accessed the, the knowledge of God and to a point, he hacked into it, and then he traded it for his own ends. And the problem is this. As Christians, we have that mentality. We actually go, how can I hack into the things of God, the ways of God? I get a quicker breakthrough. I get more blessing. And it just it, it's called a shortcut. There's no shortcuts. So when we actually allow the, when we work the word inside of us, we realize that God wants us. Hmm. He wants our breakthrough, but he wants us we, we still we go to a conference I have these keys if I no 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 no, forget about trying to hack into it. When you're in relationship with the Lord, when you're abiding in his word, let's just say someone would consider this a hack. They go um, they go to Mary at the wedding feast of Cana hey, we're running out of wine <clears throat> and that's a big problem. Uh, <laughs> and, and so what happens is that she turns to Jesus he goes there's a no lot time but because of her relationship with the Lord, he basically said, "This word, when this miracle manifests, it won't affect you, but it will change everything for me. And that was one of the, the, the first recorded uh, revelation of his glory. But you, we would go, oh, there's a hacking. No, 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 no. That was his mother who knew him intimately. And here's the cool point. When we choose to completely give ourselves, and by, by the way, we are already crucified. We're already dead. Okay. But when we completely give ourselves over to the wood, we are in that intimacy, and there's no presumption. But what we want, we don't want the intimacy, we want the blessing. We want the breakthrough. We want the results. So then it's easy for the enemy to go, you don't deserve that. You know, God doesn't really want to give you that. That's not in the word. And so that presumptive spirit, uh, it's actually a big deal. So at the end of the day, um, one of the things I... Uh, so, so, that intimacy you actually don't—you're not hacking into the ways of God. You're actually accessing the things that are already yours, but you can't do it without intimacy. And when King David, when when Nathan the prophet called him on it, this is what this is the heart of God for everybody. That he said, he said, David, I gave you Saul's house. I gave you his kingdom. I gave you the whole known world. And if that was not enough, I would have given you more. So God does not have a giving problem. He wants us to yield in intimacy. And as you do that, you're not hacking. You know, oh, give me three keys, and if I do this, this will happen. No, 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 no. Because there's a better way. <clears throat> and one of the things, um, I mean, that that whole third, uh, the fourth watch, that was a word of wisdom. So I've been like the ant. I mean, I wouldn't. I never set my alarm, and so I'll get up. Could be three twenty. Could be four ten. Could be three thirty. Could be five fifty. Like it's always in that time. So, so so there's a grace of acceleration there. But one of the most exciting things that I've found, I have just been devouring the gospels. Now, this is all in relation to faith. Now, what happens is that because the gospel is foolishness to the natural mind we still think externals we still think things god doesn't think that way at all and so you go okay faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god i want to build my faith todd how can i come into that substance well what i've been doing is i've been just meditating in the gospels in the book of acts and uh, i love daniel and ezekiel and the revelation i love the major prophets the minor prophets i love the the secrets in the pentateuch i love the secrets in genesis i love all that stuff but i've been focusing on this <clears throat> especially you know the epistles ephesians colossians amazing but what uh, the journey that the lord's taken me on is this in regards to personal breakthrough they there was a ministry time and they were uh, we know the, the the story of the fishes and the loaves and the jesus staff his big shot apostles his staff his his uh, um, disciples, they said, Jesus, there's thousands of people here. There's thousands of people here and they're going to be hungry and they're going to be tired. Let's just send them away to go into the villages to get food. So it might have been genuine concern. It might have been, hey, just send them away. We're tired. Well, who knows? And then Jesus says this, you have food to feed them. And you go, what? How, does, how do they have food to feed them? So then, you know, the boy comes with the fishes and the loaves. We know the story. It was multiplied in Jesus' hands and and they, you know, sat down in groups of fifty, and we're talking fed multitudes. I mean, this is they just counted the men, and there would have been a lot more than that. But the statement, you have food to feed them. So then they go away and they were worrying about in the boat afterwards, they're going, you know, they're worrying about how much bread they have left. And Jesus said, Are your heart so hard? Don't you understand the lesson? And I'm going, well, I don't understand the lesson. <laughs> you know, the, I don't understand the lesson. <laughs> And the Holy Spirit started to speak to me. And he said, "He no, said, no, 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 no. Jesus is God. You have God. He is the bread of life. You're worrying about this provision and breakthrough. You have God with you, in you. You have the bread of life. Why would you ever worry about bread? Because you already have all things. You actually have God. And it blew my mind. And you start to see that with 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 the book of John, it actually says, and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father. And miracle after miracle, a little tiny bit of light would escape from the to the, uh, the incredible wisdom in the presence of lawyers, Pharisees, um, to blind eyes, walking on water, speaking to the storm, but miraculous provision. God veiled Himself in flesh, and bits of glory would sneak out. Now it came to a peak, probably not a peak, but a zenith uh, on the Mount of Transfiguration. And then the Lord started showing me, as you realize, you already are in God; you already have Him. He has you. He gave you, gave Himself to you as bread. The the degree that you experience the that uh, who Jesus is the same degree your faith will grow because we're always praying things out there. But, but, but it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, the Holy Spirit has been given, one of the reasons, has been given to show us the things that have already been given to us. So we're not praying to get things. We actually already have all things. So this is why we can believe we have received them and we can engage in that faith realm into substance. Because God already gave himself and so that crazy encounter some of your listeners will have uh, and, and and you know <laughs> that vision that dream that word it can be given birth to because you already have all things see God's not uh, uh, we're not waiting on God he's waiting for us to believe
1: so <laughs> um, he's better than we've imagined you said something so so amazing when you said that when people are trying to hack the system the devil will challenge them on issues of legitimacy and yes. the, the, the oh my goodness <laughs> the power of being legitimized through relationship is huge yes. legitimized through relationship let me tell you something Todd It's one thing to read the Bible and see words that say um, you, you have been given the spirit of adoption whereby we cry out Abba Father. And it's another thing to have an encounter with God where intimacy and relationship downloads that revelation into your heart so it becomes your operating paradigm. Yes, yes. Because once out... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. It into, gets into your subconscious.
2: See, the reason I use the word subconscious, and this is very, very deliberate, is that we what happens is that words that we hear all the time that don't mean anything to us, we actually develop as an association where it becomes religion, becomes a, a, a Christianese. So sometimes people go, spirit, soul, and the Lord said, use the word subconscious. People are going to understand the word subconscious in this generation more than ever before and so uh, uh, <clears throat> that there is something powerful um you know that whole thing of hacking let's just say where you live in the spirit in your five senses um your emotion your daily walk your routines your habits let's just say that's a place let's just say it's an address this is, this is language that the lord gave me what people want to do is they actually want to they don't want to move house. They don't want to change address. They don't want to change places. They want to stay in the address, house, or place they live in, and they want they want the Lord through you know, um, express delivery to bring all the miracles to that front door. Ding-dong, here, here's a breakthrough, here's this. But they don't want to change address, whereas the Lord is saying, no, 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 no. On this journey, when you're getting this substance, when you're in relationship, when you're being intimate with me, when you are meditating on me, when you're thinking about me, um, even when you do that out of dry obedience, and your emotion is fight, you know, raging against you, when you do that, you're actually changing address, and that new address is where all the miracles are being delivered. So, so that whole hacking thing is that I don't want to change, I don't want to grow. I, I, um, these breakthroughs and miracles are just to feed the appetite that I have now in this address. And the Lord said, No, no, no. People have to change address. I have a better place. I have a mansion for them not a little lean-to made out of wood, you know, with, with a dirt floor. I have a mansion. But that whole journey of intimacy, actually, you change address. So your life, if you want breakthrough, you need to allow the Lord to turn your life inside out. And it's not a matter of making drastic choices. It is line by line, step by step, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, baby steps. People just don't... Uh, something else we were discussing earlier is everyone wants to know... Uh, Okay, I'm going, to, I'm going to draw a parallel here. I've got two amazing kids. I've got a son who's super smart, and I'll tell him to do something, or I'll tell him something, and then my son will go, "Yes, Dad, I know that," but I'll go, "But you're not doing it." But I know that, Dad. I said, "But you're not doing it," and he will literally stand at the door, say, "Can you go do this? Has to be done." He goes, "Yes, I know," and what that's that is completely symptomatic of so many people. They think knowing it is doing it, and so God is inviting people. On the journey the road to Emmaus walking with the Lord uh, being transparent hanging out with him changing address going on the journey and then it becomes your experience rather than going from conference to conference teaching to teaching it says in Timothy always learning but never coming to a knowledge of the truth so consequently because people won't change address they're looking for a faith b grace c knowledge d uh they want to know heavenly realms this there, and, and god's so gracious he will allow us to come into that because he's good and his his word cannot be broken ask and you will receive okay but here's the deal when we seek those things in abstraction if we're really persistent we actually will get them but we still lose because it actually says you know uh, uh, um, we go, okay, I want to uh, you know I've heard about these people uh, having heavenly encounters and I want to do this and that and, and you go all right well I, that's what I want Lord and he's gracious he's so loving he'll give it to us but there's a better way uh, my wife it really hit her the other day she was um, reading about when Jesus uh, in the book of John and he saw Nathaniel and he goes hey I saw you when you're under the fig tree you know an Israelite and who there's no deceit or guile. He goes, wow, you're the chosen one. You're the Messiah. And he says, really? He says, blowing your mind? He goes, hey, you're going to see greater things. He says, you're going to see uh, angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man, i.e. Jacob's ladder, i.e. Portal, open heaven. So what we do is we seek open heavens and portals. Jesus is the portal. He's the open heaven. I want to go into, I want to uh, experience things in heavenly places. Well, that's great, but there's a better way. It says in Ephesians 1, 3, we are already blessed with every single blessing you could conceive in heavenly places, and that's where we do the full stop. No, in Christ. Jesus is the open heaven. Jesus is the heavenly place. Jesus is the door. We seek healing. <laughs> Come
1: on now, man. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, <laughs> let's talk about Hotel Jesus for a minute here. Go for it, brother. Oh, man. And so
2: and so, so we go... You know what? I'm going to work on my faith. I want my faith to grow. Well, actually, it, it's, it says that he's the apostle. He, he, I mean, he's the apostle of our confession, but he is the author and perfecter of our faith. Jesus is our faith. Then, they, we, I, I need grace. I need, you know, <laughs> my experience is this. There's been a grace revolution in recent times. It's got a few, a few accusing demons. But people hold on to grace while they hold on to Jesus, and they become mean, nasty people. And then they go, you can't put that on me. This is law. that You're accusing me. That's works. That's death. And it's like, no, no. There's no love. There's no fruit. Because they, they hold on to grace more than, than the gospel of grace, of Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. So so the, the better way is this. Paul actually preached. He actually says, our message is Christ. That's our message. We've got nothing more to say. Uh, he said that in Colossians and he says in Corinthians. He said, I purposed in my heart not to know anything among you except for Christ and Him crucified. So knowledge, grace, faith, heavenly places, they are already ours, but they are unlocked through intimacy in Jesus. You don't hack the system. You come into the substance. And you know what? My kids sometimes, they ask, Dad, I want this for Christmas. And, you know, I think, "Ah, oh, you know, okay, I'm not sure, maybe developmentally it might not be the best thing or whatever. But I, I give it to them because I love them and, 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 you know, sometimes we, we second-guess, oh, does God really want me to have this breakfast More than you realize, but we've just got to start the journey. And that whole, um, uh, when you start reading Colossians, that everything is about Jesus. Jesus is the focus of the entire Bible because the Holy Spirit, he doesn't just j- reveal himself as an end in itself. He's always there to glorify Jesus, and Jesus is to show us the Father. But people don't preach the gospel of the Father. Or the gospel of the holy spirit they speak they speak the gospel of jesus but as we start to partner with him in his words the holy spirit and i i generally every day i say holy spirit you know me i know you unless you show me something i know nothing so basically um uh, you go on that journey and he just jesus is glorified i mean the presence of jesus is everywhere i mean uh you know in, in isaiah we, we pray for the glory of the Lord to fill the earth. No, the glory is already here. It says the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. <laughs> in Isaiah, holy, 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 the, the Lord God Almighty, the whole earth is already filled with all of his glory. And then it says we, we, the, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. But Jesus is our wisdom. So this is what I found out in regards to faith, in regards to substance. And you start to realize, oh, my goodness, the God of the universe through the Holy Ghost in the person of Jesus lives inside of me, and I have that. You know, what's a what's a new car? What's a better job? What's my kids' college fees? Uh, what's a debt-free home? All these things, uh, he wants us to have, but but it's not the big picture. The big picture is the manifestation of the sons of God, so we actually see Jesus coming through the church. So so that's what I have found. I've actually <laughs> it's really tweaked me. Um, Because, uh, you know, there has been a season of acceleration, and I just think there's such a crazy grace Mm -hmm. on people who say, you know what, I'm going to access this now. I am so hungry for this. I want the substance of things hoped for. 923, to him who believes all things are possible. I mean, wow, that's a pretty cool scripture. Uh, You know, what do you want? All things are possible. But you've got to journey out the Word, journey out time, journey out intimacy. He's the open heaven. He's the provider. He is. He's not, the, he's not the healer. He is healing. You know, every time someone's healed, it's pretty much a spirit of resurrection. So Jesus is the... You know, Jesus, I know one day, you know, we will be raised from the dead. There'll be, Jesus goes, you don't understand. I am the resurrection and the life, honey. You're looking at the resurrection
1: and the life. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. You know, I, I, I mean... Todd, when God opened my eyes to the concept of being in Christ, it it just changed me forever. And there's so many scriptures. It doesn't say that we are justified because of Christ. We, we are actually justified in Christ. You know, we ha- Jesus Christ has become For us wisdom from God. So we want access to his wisdom. We have to be in him. Um, Correct. (laughs) All of the heavenly places. That contain our blessings. Are in him. It it just goes on and on. I I am getting getting excited listening to you because I'm like, gosh, that's my language. But, um, you know, I, I mean, this is the, the thing. Todd, I think that God is unfolding into the earth through his people that are willing to cooperate kingdom agenda. And I believe that kingdom agenda is centerpieced on Jesus Christ and him being the link <laughs> between the realm of heaven and the realm of earth. And it is to engage us in exchange with what is there to bring it here, like as a lifestyle. Correct. I mean, and and, yes. and 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 so what are we doing? I mean, I mean, and and this is why what you're talking about is so cool because understanding faith as a foundation looking at it as a substance is a key to kingdom living
2: absolutely it's it's actually a tangible a lot of people a lot of people (laughs) they, they take this scripture out of context we walk by faith and not by sight well yes that's true we don't walk by natural sight but there's a place where we have spiritual sight so so being you know being deaf and done, having a deaf and dumb religious spirit isn't a gift from the Lord we actually can apprehend the spiritual supernatural realities of, of, of the kingdom through our spiritual spirit. So it actually says faith is that's the definition faith is the substance the assurance the confidence the title deed of things hopeful the evidence of things not seen and I think too probably just adding to what was saying before if you think of a natural pregnancy of conception and pregnancy and going full term and giving birth I have just found that again and again and again, whatever is in your heart on an overflow level, you will manifest on the earth, whether it's a miracle or depression or cancer or sickness or seriously. So, that there, there is a place. There is a. Sometimes you're going to be on a flow where you're going, to, you're, you're you can feel the Holy Ghost and you're like, wow, this is great. And other times you'll feel no emotion, and through just through discipline, you've got to hold on to it. And I think the. From uh, before we receive the substance, we've actually got to hold it in us and allow it to grow. Even Paul said, "You know, I, I, I I'm going to labour and work until Christ is fully formed in you." It's an inside-out reality. Time and space has changed. You think about it. You think about it. Um, I got my break. My first major breakthrough was I was praying in one part of town, and I've been praying for two months, and not praying like God, give it to me, give it to me. I was thanking God that I had it. My language had changed. It wasn't out there coming to me. I was thanking God I had it. And when you're confessing something or decreeing something and yet your heart doesn't believe it yet, most of the de- de- most of the decree and confessing is actually to get into your subconscious. So, you're not moving any mountains, you're moving the mountain in you. <laughs> oh, <So> I was <laughs> that is so good. That is really because good. Because once uh-huh. Because once once it's in your heart and your heart and your mouth say the same thing. What does it say? Any two or more gather together, or any two agree. So once heart and... There's only power coming out of the mouth when heart and mouth are in agreement. So if you're confessing something, Lord, by whose stripes I am healed, and your heart's going, you're as sick as a dog. You're you're actually speaking to your spirit. It's a little bit like Psalm 103. Uh, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Come on, soul, bless the Lord. You know, you bipolar musician-y prophet. Uh, (laughs) You know, bless the Lord, O my soul. And... and, uh, and, and so you're, you're actually moving the mountain in you. But once you've moved the mountain in you, you actually can speak to the mountain. So, so here I'm, I'm contending. I'm speaking to the mountain in me. All of a sudden, boom, after maybe two months of, of real contending,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I went, I've got it. I've got the substance. So then I spoke it. On the other side of town, uh, my mother was speaking to a woman who owned a sports club. She didn't know me, and she employed me sight unseen, and I had 110 a, a, a students to coach. So, I, so so, there's no time or space in the Spirit. So we're trying to change things in the natural. No, 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 get the substance, because the minute you get the substance, legally, it's just, it, it, you know, we think begging will move God. Pleading, we think what? desire desire doesn't move God. Faith moves God. So I'm on one side of town, probably 10 miles, if I'm speaking in American terms, 10 miles from where my breakthrough happened. You can go, oh my gosh. So once I've got the substance, there's no distance. Do you think of the implications of this? You contend for a city in the spirit. Seriously, you contend for a city or a nation. Can a nation be saved in a day? Is there precedent? Can you pray for the United States of America? Can you pray for the the president of the United States? Can you pray for uh, heaven's economy? See... When we're in Jesus, we then become the open heaven, the door, the gate, the portal. Because we're in him, and he's in us. And I'm talking like little babushka dolls where you get one inside of another. But the, the ramifications are massive. And I understand the principle of, I killed the bear, I killed the lion, now I'll kill you. Yeah, build that muscle. But when you start to come into that place, see, Jesus is in heaven. He's here by his holy spirit but the amazing thing is yes we know of the sovereignty of the lord and we know there's things going on we don't understand but he has limited himself to his body that that blows my mind this is why it says when the son of man comes back to the earth will he really find faith so so <laughs> faith is that you know faith is the starting point so that's where that's the journey uh, that 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 I've been on and it's like you know, I have it in a measure um, by the grace of God. I'll, you know, the Lord's graced me to start things from scratch: church, ministry, law firm, tennis coaching business, crusades, finances. Mirror, like like that, that's that's a measure of um, measure of grace. But we're just on an adventure, like everyone else. We're learning. We're not experts. But this is something that we've been shown and. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, and it's not always just a hard slog, especially for people who are, you know, survivors. Especially for people who've been through, uh, you know, hell. What do they say? If you're walking through hell, what do you do? Keep walking. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh... and so, but 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 he is, I've, I've, my experience: is this God is better. He's kinder. He's more generous than I could ever imagine. Mm. And then what happens is that. When you start to believe him from your heart, from your subconscious, he can then take it from that realm and manifest it, and we give birth to it in this realm. That's, that's why I love all this so much.
1: That is so good and cool. Todd, you know what else is cool? Weird stuff. Now, we have really gotten into it. <laughs>
2: Okay. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm,
1: I'm sorry. I'm having too much fun with that announcement. Um,
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. I love that. I love that segue. That was just just rip the band-aid right off. You go for
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, because uh, this was more like ripping the duct tape off. The, uh, the thing is, <laughs> this is. This is a sharp club. You know, we, we were talking about some stuff before the, the, the program got started, yes. and I'm like, yeah, we're going to go there. So the, the thing is. Um, man, you know, we've been talking about faith, we've been talking about grounding things out, getting out of that place with the highs and lows, not seeing the manifestation of what we believe to be the promises of God. You know, where is the break and, and we've been talking about these this key of faith. And and, and, and and you know, one of the things that we that centerpiece that, right, is this idea that we are going to have to pair faith with the subconscious. That, that's where it really is. And, 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 you know, you mentioned stuff that I've said before. I said, well, there's three ways to program subconscious. Revelation, repetition, trauma. And God has multiple ways of getting revelation into us. There's actually a lot of revelation vectors. Because you can have a revelation vector that is Jesus talking to you in the spirit Um, or Mm -hmm. another member of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit speaks to us as well. Um, God has messengers. They're called angels. They are also vectors of revelation. Uh, People can be vectors Mm -hmm. of revelation. You could say something Mm -hmm. to me, Todd, that opens up a revelation in me because Mm -hmm. you are speaking as an ambassador of Jesus Christ. And Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of vectors, right? Well, we were talking about some revelation vectors, and, and, and you've had, uh, uh, well, some weirdness break out. I'm excited about it. So, so, so talk to me. What's what's going on, man? Well, as we were saying before, you you,
2: you lay the foundation, and then the Lord starts showing you stuff, and that the, the realm of the Spirit is very, very weird. I mean, it is very weird. That's why we have to renew our mind. So uh, coming back from, America. It was a strategic trip. Uh, I was actually had the privilege of hanging out with David and Debbie Hogan and uh, Freedom Ministries, amazing people. And we were very, very spiritual. We actually went skiing in the Rockies, uh, <laughs> but we did see the glory break out. It's fantastic. And uh, we came back, and I, I, I actually started getting woken up by this angel. And um, I started having a lot of encounters. And these encounters, I started bouncing back and forth. I'm showing you this now. All you need is the faith to bring it to pass. This is what he was showing me. So then he started uh, just as a way of foundation. One of the things <clears throat> that we really have to contend with, um, and Daryl's been on the show before, he shared this, um, uh, and we we talk about it at our church, is that especially in ministry circles, people have to, and, and even everybody have to contend with the spirit of fame. People want to be famous. They want to be known. They think they're going to get their sense of significance and identity. So if we have more Facebook followers and a greater platform and people more likes, and what happens? The Lord goes, no, that is misplaced. If those things happen, they happen. And one of the things is that when I started this, the angel of the Lord's waking me up in this fourth watch, one of the things uh, he said to me is, and and I think I've, I've got a fairly strong established ministry, but the minute I start focusing on that, I'm I'm dead in the water, because you actually shut down the it's it's the the river of God will actually start getting dammed up back at the source, and and so so if I start to you know really focus on what I'm doing as opposed to eyes on the Lord, this is what He showed me when they when Jesus washed because I'm about to go into that freaky encounter in a minute, and I'm just laying a bit of a foundation, but. Uh, let's just say if uh I'm a preacher and a carrier realm and all let's just say well that's wonderful but then jesus when he washed the disciples feet and he said peter he goes i'm gonna wash your feet he goes no lord no 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 he goes no 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 no. i'm just gonna wash your feet he goes wash all of me lord he goes you you're already clean because you're with me i'm just gonna wash your feet now this is let this be as a spiritual lesson let this uh, 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 learn from this and so we go all these people, these ministries going and washing feet, and that's fine. And that's a that's a, that's a lovely uh, symbolic gesture, and it's hospitality, and they did that in the Middle East. But the Lord showed me, he said, Todd, your ministry, when you preach the word, you're actually washing people's feet. And so you can't get a big head when that's what you act. Yes, I quit people and do all that. But in essence, you are washing people's feet. So I'm just going, whoa, that puts things in perspective. So... No matter what the Lord does, you don't magnify, magnify your ministry so per se. I know Paul uses those terms, but you actually continually eyes are on the Lord, and He's just He's just showing me these things and taking stuff through, and it was uh, showing me about substance. Well, then recently, this is something, and again, this is this is hot off the press, um, and I'm still journeying this out for an interpretation. I, I might have one, but <coughs> I. Uh, one of the things that uh, I had, well, I think I shared on, I could have shared on the show last time. I had actually a um, an encounter with an angel, and he talked to me about a Daniel company and about a prophetic group of people that's that, not what you consider classic fivefold prophet, but there's people who actually will change history. And actually, uh, you know, we look at Brexit, we look at the American elections. Uh, you've got um, my wife was telling me that uh, Chris Valiton recently shared a message. About we're in Kairos, we're in a, an appointed time. There's crazy acceleration. All these sporting teams that were never meant to win, you know, from Leicester in the English English Premier League to the baseball in America to the basketball in America, the comeback with the Patriots. Like it's just it's so unusual, we're in a, we're in a such a crazy time. And uh, so I, I uh, I'll see stuff, and in the future and they'll happen. But I had this crazy uh, this this encounter to Two nights ago, maybe three nights ago. So I had this dream. It was a classic in like the movie Inception. I had a dream that I was having a dream. And in that dream, Belinda, who's one of our, our elders at our church, came to me and she's uh, and she said, Todd, so I'm so I'm having a dream that I'm having a dream, and in this this dream uh, that I'm dreaming about. She comes to me and she goes, I had this encounter. The Lord's showing me something that we haven't uncovered yet. I'm like, okay. And as she's telling me, now she's actually got a registered business called Four, four Faces Living for the Four Living Creatures. And uh, so she comes to me and I believe it could uh, the, the, the dream can mean multiple things, multiple as could mean literally her also to our church or the church in the next period of time. And as she's telling me, starting to tell me this encounter, I see this cloud next to her head starting to roll forward. And I saw things coming out of the cloud like uh, wings and head and arms and legs and hoofs. And it was like a rolling cloud, uh, a little bit uh, um, representative or similar to Ezekiel, the amber cloud coming down. And uh, I'm seeing this. So this dream, I'm having about a dream. And then someone's telling me about their encounter. And as she told me the encounter, I'm seeing it. So she said, "This is what the Lord is showing me. There's something about the four living creatures that we have not unlocked yet." And she said, "It is actually in relationship to the four horsemen of the apocalypse." I'm going, what? And and so I'm aware that this is an encounter. It's like a lucid dream. Uh, it was, <laughs> and um. So then she starts telling me, and and there are demonic spirits that try to do a counterfeit role to the four living creatures that are on the and she started as she's telling me i'm seeing them in front of my face i mean i, I you know i'm not going to go into gratuitous detail but we're talking f- from jezebelic water spirits with seaweed hair to you know glowing eyes it, it was it was nuts so i am i am uh this sort of stuff does happen to me as well, so that's why I need the foundation <laughs> of
1: faith. Amen. So It doesn't
2: sound like that I've had way too much, way too much, uh, many mushrooms on my pizza. So basically, <laughs> is that I'm going, God, what does this mean? Now I'm not saying I have the interpretation yet, but I, I do know this. I, I've just this has only just happened. I started researching the living creatures. Now I believe the four horsemen to do with war, pestilence, uh, famine. Uh, Death. I mean, those, those are those are big. <laughs> those are pretty big. But I started researching researching the four living creatures. I got on the internet and I looked at some stuff. You know, some theology, some teachings, just scripture, some stuff in the Elijah list, all sorts of stuff. And basically, the four living creatures in Ezekiel and Revelation is that there is something very very powerful where. <clears throat> they got so as we know the fallen creature has a, have a face of a man face of an ox face of a lion face of an eagle some people teach that those four aspects are represented in the different gospels Matthew is the lion Mark is the ox uh, John is the eagle Luke is the man that, that's that I mean these are all valid things because uh, there are layers in scripture that don't contradict the the, the previous layers okay so you got the you know people have a vision it's literally there they physically seen this creature but it also to the spirit it represents obviously can manifest in you know however it does on the earth. So, anyway, I was researching this, and uh, there's a couple of things. These things are completely consumed with worship, these creatures, and they you know, holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. So, they don't just worship, they are proclaiming into the atmosphere, they are proclaiming into the atmosphere, and so there's something about as we lay a hold of who god is and we not just worship him we proclaim him a manifestation comes now the the coolest thing i found in my research and i don't think this is where it ends i think this is a really good preliminary interpretation is it says that they always go forward how can a creature with four faces go all of them go forward how, what the, we understand the dimensions of the Spirit, multidimensional realities. But how can four things facing four different directions, you know, go uh, continually go forward? Well, what? one of the things I read was, well, just like you expand a balloon, the four living faces actually expand outwards continually. So, so as you worship the Lord, and as we worship the Lord and proclaim Him, We actually expand, not just, well, in ourselves we do. I remember Smith Wigglesworth, a great quote. He said this, I am a lot bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. So as we do that, as we engage in that throne room activity, that heavenly realm, that thy kingdom come, thy will be done, no distance in the spirit, uh, you know, through the blood of Jesus, you know, on the sea of glass, as we do that, not only do we expand, but we are the epicenter and we actually can change atmospheres of whole regions where there might be war, pe- pe- pestilence, famine, death. And so, you know, that's the best explanation I have so far. But to have a dream within a dream that someone's telling me their encounter and you actually start seeing it, I was going, whoa. <laughs> and here's the crazy part. That angel was in my house because that morning... My daughter got up and she had a dream within a dream and she actually came to wake me up, but she actually came to wake me up, I think, in the dream and then she actually woke up. So, so that, 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 that he was walking through our house and showing us stuff, but it, these are riddles to be... Uh, see. So for me, is that I could go, wow, cool encounter. Wow, different, yeah. But what I've actually done is, especially with the encouragement of my wife, I'm actually going to hold that inside of me and say, Lord, speak to me, show me, do a bit of research. And that can actually be part of the the unlocking of something. This is, this is the, the birthing process. For a lot of your listeners who are very prophetic, who really have encounters, is if you have an encounter with God, that's the easiest thing. See, what we've been teaching on the show is how to take the Word and give birth to the promises of God. And that is... Completely there. But when God gives you an encounter of his glory or his love or that you are a child of God and then the next day the enemy lies to you and says you're not, it's that's even easier because you don't have to manufacture it. All you have to do is go back into your memory. You actually access the thing that you already have that you already know. You don't move on. You go back into it and you meditate on it. And meditating on it, you can firstly go back into it but you can manifest it. You give birth to it. And even if it takes a period of time, you know, that is one of the birthing processes, holding it in your spiritual womb. So so for all the listeners who actually do have a lot of encounters, that's even easier because they've already received the word of the Lord through vision, And then they hold it through their memory and they focus on it. And next thing you know, it actually starts to manifest, come out of every pore, you give birth to it. So that was... That was very different. <laughs> you know, uh, I have had stuff similar before, but thats they, they, I think it's a key for, uh, a major key that, that I have to unlock. And, and maybe that's interpretation, but I think there's a lot more to it. I've only just started that journey.
1: That is definitely something to chew on. I, I have never personally considered that there would be a a, a, a relationship between the four living creatures and the four horsemen um to, to even explore it or attempt an unpacking it's very fascinating and you know folks that's one of the things i love about this format is that i i get to get people talking about things they wouldn't talk about in their own church <laughs> but this will be this will be shared in my church This is okay, <laughs> okay good <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know th- this is the thing um you guys, there's a lot that we don't know yet. I, I think God is really in, intent on unpacking what we have been missing in order for us as the body of Christ to walk in victory. Conquesting power and the, you know, original intent that he had for us. You know, the, God, the Bible says that God has plans for us. Uh, plans yes. for good and not for evil plans to give yes. us a hope and a future. P- people sometimes think that God has plans for evil and not for good and plans to steal all yes. their hope and joy and kick them to the curb until they die and then give them a biscuit. Like that is one version of theology I've run into and I, I, it makes <laughs> me sick, but people, they take their experience and they gauge their experience and facts as if that were the end of the story and and develop yes. these flawed perspectives I think God wants us to walk on a level the church didn't even know was available we're going yes. after it folks we're, we're going after it Todd yes. do you have any final thoughts let me
2: I actually do and, and and tying it all in is this remember we don't want to go into this outside of Christ it's all in Christ we are already in Christ passion translation says he's already. In union with you, so make sure that you enter into union with him. We are already in union, but when we meditate, we activate what's already is. And you the experience I just had, I mean I can't it's my encounter, it's my experience, it's not a pain, it happened, and it's something that has to be unlocked. And it talks about it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, it's the glory of kings to seek it out. So there's a place where God does give us mysteries. But this is what I love in the Amplified. It says this: we usually say Christ in you the hope of glory but it actually says in the amplified the great mystic secret the great mystical realm the great mystic secret is christ in you the hope of glory when you get established in that you will have more encounters you'll see more secrets more things will act it's not just dry bible college theology as you go deeper into him you activate what it is and you will have these crazy things happen because there's a foundation for you to actually bring uh, that realm on earth so jesus is the great mystic secret He will show you untold realms untold breakthrough untold blessing but uh, yeah <laughs> Once you get that right the floodgates will open. I really believe that
1: My goodness Folks i've been having a conversation with my friend uh, Todd weatherly senior leader At field of dreams in adelaide australia, you know, um you can check him out at fieldofdreams.org.au. You can listen to him preach there. They have uh, links that you can follow to different things. Todd, you know, this has been a real blast. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with me for a little while on the program.
2: Oh, it's been great. The, the, the timing is perfect. My uh the dog came back just, and the kids and, the, and my father just came back and I'm like shh don't talk I'm on the radio <laughs> so perfect timing and look <laughs> we, <laughs> we will talk again hey Nikki. No, no 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 I'm on the phone just wait so uh, yes I'm living a very normal life uh, my kids are on school holidays but uh, i got no doubt i got no doubt we're going to see we are in Kairos we're going to see an explosion of things we are in unprecedented times it is good to be alive I, I, I'm I'm very very excited with what's unfolding
1: That's the final word, folks. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed.
0: Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall is the premier radio program designed to center you on the kingdom of God, to equip you with faith in Jesus Christ, and to unveil the truth behind the lies. This program has been a production of Bride Ministries. You can find us at www.bridemovement.com At our website, you can contact us, access resources, and support us with donations. We need partners in order to continue to produce our vision which is to promote unity in the body of Christ worldwide and assist in the creation and development of sheep nations. Partner with us and be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed.